0: Welcome to Captivated Minds. I'm Jake. I'm Stan. And on this series, we're going to be talking about the CIA. On the last series, we talked about the Black Dahlia all last month. So if you want to check out those episodes, uh, check out
1: our definitely give it a uh, listen. Yeah. Uh, another thing with the CIA, where Jake is working on this. It's a big series. It's a big series really we're not going to get into too many conspiracy theories with this right now we're going to mention some stuff
0: yeah uh um, i actually saved that for the next episode right so we're uh, not going to even... so this is really their origins station their origins, their origins yeah. of it. yeah so um and we'll be we'll be covering a lot of the uh the well-known stuff a
1: little later on in the other episodes because we want to give certain aspects of dealings with the CIA, their dues. Their own series. Their own series, their own episodes. So, um, just be ready for that, because we'll probably do that later. Later on. But but these
0: these first couple episodes are really about what the CIA did to get to where they're going. Right. They did a lot. On this series, we'll be diving into the CIA. With this series, we'll be covering the CIA from various points in time. Um many of these operations everyone kind of knows of over the years but we won't be exploring them just yet think of this episode as an origin story how and why it was formed what kind of work it does and let's dive right in president franklin roosevelt dies on april 12, 1945 harry truman is basically given all the power of president without knowing what to do with it at first At this time in American history, the OSS was seen as America's wartime agency. But the OSS was never made to endure. It was designed to help America on the war front. A new organization grew from the rubble of the OSS. This government organization would be called the CIA. At this point, the CIA reported to the president and only to him the duties of the CIA at this early stage was to provide the president with global news. This operation as being a way to keep America informed about everything else going on in the rest of the world. The president makes his intentions very clear. He had no intention at this point or any other of making the CIA a spy organization.
1: They were literally like glorified
0: reporters. Yes. I mean, at this point. That's right. That's right. What that's they right. Were. This whole... is very this is very early on. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of where the CIA is. But we're going to have to go backwards a little bit before we go forward yeah. to explain what the OSS did and then how we got to the CIA. From this little infor- bit of information, we can tell that most things it was made with one intention. But as time went on, the intentions would change. If the CIA followed its original kind of format, it does sound like it would have been uh, a bunch of international reporters, and that's really what it was. The original idea of the CIA was already something different from once it became once it became an operation. Before the CIA was even a flicker of a thought, the OSS was a key force within the United States. In 1944, a General Donovan proposes the idea of the CIA to President Roosevelt. During this time the CIA was meant to be a peacetime operation. Donovan and an Alan Dulles were uniquely equipped with certain sets of skills. They were both trained spies, both of them, both men had provided themselves to the United States.
1: It's just it's so nice to hear that they're supposed to be peaceful like peacetime, peacetime. That's all that's all they're used for. Yep. It's just
0: kind of hey, how are you? Yeah. The president does some digging on Donovan and he's not pleased with his results. Somehow news from this investigation leaks to the press. Donovan had alternative motives for creating the CIA at this point in time. Roosevelt shelves these plans for the CIA during this iteration of the CIA. It would be given direct orders from the Pentagon, not the president. So you can see how it's starting to veer a little bit, uh, Orders are given here. Orders are given here. And the CIA really isn't a thing yet. Right. Pearl Harbor broke. So we're still at Pearl Harbor at this moment. Many people had no idea such an attack was coming. Some of the codes were broken stating some sort of attack was coming, but that was it. When the dust finally settled, it was revealed that many of the government fractions all knew something, but no one knew it all. This would be like... a. Uh, Part, this would be part of the attack on Pearl Harbor. So a lot of people knew things, but they weren't communicating back and so forth. So do you
1: think if the CIA was fully functional that Pearl Harbor might have been Yes. stopped? I think. I think so. That's what I'm getting at.
0: I, I think so, yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, he... Because you have the
0: Navy not talking to the Army, not talking to the National. None of them are talking together. No. So they'll all get something. They think something's going to happen, but they're not communicating. And the lack of communication... At
1: this point could have saved lives. Well, that's how police work used to be back in those days too. Not one town would talk to another would talk to another. It was all you know something, that person knows something. yeah. so but it's weird to hear it from our military.
0: Yeah, they at this point they didn't some of them didn't like each other, which is really weird. April 12th, the president dies and so do all the hopes for a CIA operation. The foundations for the OSS were now clearly evident. The OSS did help win the war, but it also failed. The OSS was even manipulated by the Japanese. They were given the wrong codes to break. Can you imagine that? That's pretty messed That's up That's pretty already. messed up. The flaws of the OSS are clear, and something had to change. The OSS had, OSS had also managed to kill 1,100 French troops... Because of wrong information. Awesome. French, so French troops. So we're not even we're not even letting our own people get killed. We're letting French people get killed.
1: Glad my great great grandfather got his ass kicked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the good USA.
0: <laughs> no, no, the USA didn't. The USA oh, were, yeah, was sorry. responsible. They were, they were responsible. responsible. Right, right. So they got the wrong information from Germany, and then the Germans killed the French troops. Right. Yeah. Which is still, I'm still blaming the U.S. That's fine. It's their fault. So there's a lot of blood (laughs) on the hands of the OSS. See? Yeah. Their fault. That's right. And uh, things aren't looking great. The government organization was not what the president thought it was. The OSS had now looked foolish to other governments and our own government. I mean, that's... That's pretty bad. Usually when any new branch... I, but this I'd is the it. this is the OSS though. This has been right. a while for, they've since been the around for a while since the beginning of World War II.
1: But with with them trying to play with the idea of changing them a little bit, just like the FBI was okay when it first started, and then it hit this time where they sucked mm-hmm. bad, and a lot of innocent people died and this and that. So this is where that. So yeah, we had the OSS and they were doing okay.
0: And then they
1: started to do the same thing. They started to drop the ball a lot. Yep.
0: So now it's like, what do we do? Right now, we have a transition of presidential power, a government operation that does more harm than good, and a government trying to do better for its people and other nations. We can clearly see that many things are all happening at once, and the CIA isn't even formed yet. The OSS had seen its final days. Donovan was told that he could stay on within the military, but the operation was ending. Donovan met with President Truman to give his key insight, but Truman did not want anything to do with uh, Donovan, and he wasn't taking his pitch. The President did not want to hear from Donovan at all and didn't want to hear his operation. Donovan even spoke in front of Congress, urging them to create a centralized agency of intelligence. But Congress, like the president, was not having it. September 20th, 1945, weeks after the atomic bomb had fallen, the president ordered the OSS to be dismantled within 10 days. America's only spy service was now fully gone. The OSS is gone now.
1: I mean, did they, I wonder if they believed, oh, now that we have this nuke, we really don't need spies. Maybe. I mean, that seems that like been idea. It.
0: Yeah. We now have a nation ending a second world war, a president who wants things done a new way, and a government operation now dead. Each of these elements could easily be why the CIA was formed. There are still operations that should be helpful to the government, but a change had to be on the horizon. Donovan and his operation were given the boot after many failures, that in the OSS would ultimately was done. Ending this war and moving on from the death of a president was made important at this time. Pearl Harbor had come at such a high cost to the American people that learning from these mistakes would be the key to move on. Donovan's persistence could have also been his own downfall his grasp for power and in information could be what drove the public away from the CIA to begin with. He may have also wanted the CIA just a little too much, and that could have shown to the President and to Congress. We just know that in the government there is a gap, a missing operation that needs to do things better than the OSS.
1: Why didn't, uh, I wonder why they didn't at first just make it this like classified need to know type of section of the government because if you start out doing that right keep a hush-hush see what they can do and then if they actually do a decent job or whatever then make it public if they fail then you just dismantle
0: it and you call it good so you'll see as we get along we'll, we'll discuss that a little bit oh, okay the remaining oh I, I will wait intently <laughs> the remaining oss operations were all cut off though at this time, at this time, right, there were some still going on. Some, some were
1: going. So some operations were going on and as, they, as as they, they were, were cut off. That's right.
0: See, that sucks. That's right. They weren't. They weren't even OSS people anymore. They were just people trying to figure out information. What really makes this tough would be the fact that some of these operations were midway through and their funding got cut directly.
1: That's not whether they do.
0: That's right. right. They do- no. I'm serious. They had no idea what so, to do. So you're saying like these people are stuck. Wherever Wherever they they are, are. mid-operation, mid-spy operation, and they have no funding, no nothing. So this is a side note. In World War II, okay,
1: this is kind of what it sounds like. A Japanese soldier was told to hold a section of island at all costs. He never knew the war ended. So it wasn't until, oh, God, I think 40 years later Uh, representatives of japan went to the island to let him know that the war was over oh shit yeah wow so that's almost like that because now you don't know what you do you don't know if you give up on what you're doing yeah you don't know if you should keep going because maybe this
0: information is going to be helpful but you just don't know the secretary had war had just stepped down after the oss was disbanded Two men personally went behind the back of the president to help move the CIA into a more tangible direction. With the Secretary of War gone, the moment to strike was now. A single paper was all the information needed to sell the CIA. The OSS would be no more, but the SSU would be something new. The new operation would be something new and new things to did not have mistakes. The operation uh, would do what the OSS couldn't, but under a new label. This new label would be the Strategic Services Unit. So this is the next thing. Uh, this next step in intelligence. These two men push their idea through the uh, through the eyes of others, or the president thinks it's a good idea. So they basically manipulate the president by going doing it in a roundabout way. Doing a roundabout way and also changing the name of it. That's right. So it's not the OSS. Right. It's something new now. Yeah. We don't have any mistakes cuz we're brand new. We're brand new. You can't hold us accountable for That's anything. right. Not yet. The SSU you had limited ways of getting information. They were in Berlin tracking down the Russians. It was also it was clear that Russia would be the country the SSU had set its sights on. Russia was a key player in winning World War II. The Russians were Picking Germany apart at this time. They were even trying to infiltrate the political parties of Germany. Russia did not put up with Germany, and Russia was making itself very clear.
1: Well, I mean, the Germans did screw them over.
0: Yeah, but Russia Russia <laughs> came back twice as hard. It was like, uh uh-uh, uh, yeah. no, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, these spies would have limited information on the Russians in Germany. All Any and all of this information was sent directly to the Pentagon. The American spies in this area even worked with German police and German politicians. Germany was now working with America to help gather information. It is kind of interesting to think that after the Second World War, these two nations fight together for a much larger threat. East Germany was now slowly being consumed by Russia.
1: Well, if you think about it, the United States came in and they... They took all the Germans that meant something to them, and then they became, oh, the head of NASA. Scientists. And they built rockets for us, and they did this. What, but so but the rest of the so German now people, it's, though, got, so now it's got like, picked apart by Germany. Right. Uh, by but, Russia, sorry. But now it's like, hey, can you help us with Russia?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, James V. Forrestal was the Joint Chief of Staff and the Secretary of the Navy. He did not like what he was hearing in Germany. They were now starting to fear the Soviets when they had just destroyed the Nazis. One bold move could easily lead into another war. The future leaders of intelligence had two fractions that divided them. One train of thought was to be patient and to gather intelligence at a calm and steady manner. The second thought was drastically different. This side wanted a secret warfare-like Secret warfare with uh, warfare-like tactics to be used and to battle the enemy through covert tactics. Each side did make a good argument why their idea was better.
1: So, one
0: was calm and one was angry.
1: Literally, they're talking about fighting people without people knowing. That's right. Which is very hard to do if you think about it. But, who knows? Who knows how many times we've actually gone into a country that we're supposed to be friends with and yeah, did something. That's right.
0: Now that there's power up for grabs, many fractions of the government all wanted to take on their action. The Army, the Navy, J. Edgar Hoover, the State Department all had their own own ideas for a powerful government organization. Too many hands in the pot. Yep. No, no really. <laughs> Too many hands in the pot. They all want it. They're like, hey, something's free. Can we have it? Can we have it? <laughs> it's like kids in a candy store, really. Right. General Magruder states that there must be a government organization that is willing to do things that are above the law. This organization must be willing to do anything. After hearing that statement, the State Department's like, hey, I'm out. Yep. Uh, some time had passed, and there was still no operation in place. So they still was nothing in place. The SSU was there, but they weren't really doing anything. Doing there.
1: anything. They're just there. Pretty much just waiting on orders. Yeah. That's all it is.
0: The president and his budget director tear down the American war machine. The budget director even tells the president to put something in place for the OSS or dark. they could have dark times information-wise. The president brings in Admiral Sidney Source. He was a wealthy businessman who had just so happened to be studying the future of intelligence. He was on a commission studying uh, the future of intelligence. During this lunch, the president makes Sidney the head of what would be the CIA during this lunch. He's like, hey, wow. uh, by the way, here's a new job. No, really. <laughs> so just imagine you're at a meeting with the president and he just tells you you're in charge of a new fraction of the government that no one knows about yet.
1: Right. You get called to a meeting and you don't know what. You no, know, You get called to lunch. Or, well, yeah. yeah it's lunch. Nice, nice nice lunch. But I mean, lunch just can mean many things. That's right. I mean, yeah. Uh, hey, you,
0: we're we're letting you go. The, the boss brings <laughs> the boss brings you out for lunch, and then uh, he's like, "Hey, I got a job for you." Yeah. Boom.
1: You're in charge of this new thing. Yeah. Don't
0: fuck up. Well, he's like, "Hey, uh, it's supposed to be a casual meeting," and the president just drops a nuclear bomb on your lap right. during lunch. <laughs> that's really how it went. Yeah. And at the end of it, spur of the moment press conference. Oh, good. Yeah. And that's how the nice. CIA was kind of like started, ish. <laughs> Part of this could be the president wanting to make things right in the eyes of the public. Destroying the OSS must have made him look bad on some level. So fixing it would have made him look good. On, the, um, made him look good. on some level, there would have been two positive fronts for the president. The president does pull, uh, move by not telling um, this guy last minute that he's going to be a CIA director. And with each action, there is an equal reaction, and the president does not see that yet. Sewers, now in charge of 2,000 intelligence officers and a support staff that had control over 400,000 dossiers on certain individuals. He was given great great responsibility with no authority to do things. He was also given no help or direction from the White House either. It does seem that he was given a mess and then told nothing. Truman only wanted daily intelligence briefings. This group at the time was called the CIA Group, and it did seem like a bunch of international reporters.
1: Can you imagine being thrown or something like that and just, hey, figure
0: it out? That's how it was. I mean, The CIA Group. It's not even called the CIA. It's just called the CIA Group. So right, we went that... from OSS to CIA Group. I mean,
1: th- this guy was an admiral, so that means he was, he's pretty smart. Yep. He was able to work his way up the ranks because he knew what he was doing. Yep. But you're almost setting the guy up for failure by throwing him in and going, hey, figure this out, and this is what I want from it. No direction. No direction whatsoever.
0: Nothing. The Pentagon and the State Department refused to acknowledge or speak with the CIG at any capacity. All of the other fractions also dislike this group is almost like a new kid at a new school. Soares only worked for the director of the CIG for 100 days before quitting. Only 100 days. Like you you said, he didn't know what he was doing. 100 days is nothing. After he quits, he just becomes a political advisor for the president. So he he still has a comfy gig.
1: I mean, it's nice that he could do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the president could have been an asshole and said, oh, you failed at that. Why would I want to keep you around?
0: Yeah. He does leave a single memo behind when he leaves. You would think after 100 days, you'd have more information than just a single memo. The single memo states that there's a dire need for intelligence and the USSR is where they need to be looking right away. The only information that there was a direct source was an ex-American ambassador in Russia. And what could be... A hit gone south, the ex-ambassador goes into the Kremlin, straight up asks them if there are any information they may know. It was made clear that Russia thought of itself as a stronger superpower and its distaste for all other countries like the UK and the United States. It would appear that within a 100 days, sources were able to gather some key information on Russia.
1: He just literally walked into the Kremlin and asked this guy, the sex ambassador. Yeah, he says,
0: yeah. Hey, uh, he strolled in. Yeah, you got any information? Yeah, yeah.
1: You got any secrets you want to tell me? Yeah, they're and they're,
0: cool. And they were like, uh, "We are the best. We are Russia. <laughs> we,
1: we, we are, beat you.
0: We are Russia. We beat you." June tenth, nineteen forty-six. General Hoyt Vandenberg became the second director of the CIA. He was also a pilot who had led tactical air war in World War II. Again, he joined not knowing what he was fully getting himself into. The CIG lacked funding, power, and manpower. This group was also technically outside the law, so they could not get any government money unless it was approved by Congress. No money meant no power. It also could mean, in a way, that this group could be had to be creative with what they had. That's... <laughs> So messed up. Yeah. This group was fully in swing uh, with a new Office of Operations, and $15 million is given to the group by a few congressmen. So they're getting some funding, and they got a new building. With some money and a headquarters, this might be able to do something besides just deliver news to the president. So now we have a government group that at the time obtained secret funding, this does sound a little odd if we think about it. Congressmen just having fifteen million dollars—that's a little weird. They just give away. Uh, I—where's mine? I don't. I, I don't mean, know. they just
1: all oh, have it in their back pocket. No, really. Right, and they're just Boom. Hand it. T-
0: Boom. We can You, you we want can't, fifteen million dollars? Okay, here's right, fifteen. Here
1: you go. I know you can't get any funding from all these people.
0: There's a. There's more. Is there a catch? There. There's more. <laughs> this group has also had two directors. And the next operation will need the help to adapt to survive. From his first day as the second director of the this group, he gets bombarded with multiple reports all pertaining to Russia. The Pentagon deemed it necessary to cut cut ties to Russia via supply line in Romania. This would be later known as the first operation of the Cold War. Two men rush to the side of the president from the CIG group. The president deems this group an operating agency with no one telling him he can't. So now the president's like, okay, uh, go to it. Basically. <laughs> do Do things. That's right. $10 million. Again, so more money's coughed up by a couple more congressmen. So you're looking at $25 million from a few congressmen already. And everyone says politicians aren't corrupt. Yeah. Where are you getting that much? This is the 40s. Where is that much? I know. Where is that coming from? I I don't... It doesn't really... They were told these funds were being used to help agent intelligence. And so they gave that money without question. (laughs) Here you go. Yeah. The CIA group is now working for a couple of different missions at the same time. They're trying to figure out good with the locals at the same time while they're trying to uh, sneak out a former prime minister of Romania. They're able to sneak sneak out the former prime minister, so that part of the plan works perfectly, maybe even easier than they originally had thought. The Russian government caught wind of what was happening, and they just took over. Three CIA agents were caught during this process. Because of the CIA's screw-up, the entire Romanian government gets controlled by the puppet master that is Russia just by one screw up and just think we talked about this earlier if the CIG CIA group never went in there Russia would never take over right that's the one and it'd be it would it'd have been, been fine. fine the CIA had tried to stop Russia from consuming this area but they had failed anyone and everyone known or associated with the American agents were killed this group had created a monster and only they knew they were to blame for its creation. And the CIA's action causes a stronger reaction from Russia. The Russians consume this area like they are a predator catching an easy kill. And that's what, that's how it's
1: been for the, forever. It's one of those, like, you do something little,
0: we're going to do something little. You do something small, we're going to do something twice as big right, and attack
1: you. Back and forth, back and but even,
0: this is the 40s, this is... Right, what, it's not even
1: the Cold War the, yet. The height of the Cold War, No. It's not.
0: Due to the reports from Romania, the documents have slowly been put up as a draft to draft up the Cold War. A war was now brewing against communism. The United States had been proposing a way to fight two wars, one at home and one wherever need be. The president makes his speech and tells Congress that the Red Scare is real and it needs to be fought. At this point, Greece had been overrun by terrorists and thousands of armed men. Greece had been overthrown. After the President's speech, aid is given directly to Greece. We really help them out with millions of dollars, warships at their doors, and plenty of guns. Greece would become a key information hotline for intelligence after this aid was given to them. So we helped Greece out. We we heard they were in trouble. And we kind of like swooped in and was like, hey, buddy, uh, you need a hand? And that's fine, you know. Yeah. It is. But yeah.
1: This is why we're always in debt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've been helping out everyone, though. At,
1: so like at... First what's, Romania what's awesome, and then Greece. What's awesome is like at the beginning you said there's no money. There's no money for funding, nothing. That's right. And all of a sudden... Fifteen million dollars coming then out of nowhere. Ten million dollars. Million. Million. Now millions of dollars are going to go into Greece. That's like right.
0: Like just poof, poof. That's right. May nineteen forty-seven. The third director of the CIA is sworn in. He is Admiral Roscoe Helen Helenskyjcher. Like the two. Bless you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's fine. Like the two men before him, he he also did not want the job. With each new CIA director, it showcases change. The operations as a whole did not seem to fail as much under the third director. At this point, the CIA is not what we know it is today. It's still kind of changing into what we know. So none of them wanted it. No. So that means it was almost like
1: a forced assignment? That's right. That sucks.
0: With no money. So it's a forced assignment with no money, no people... And you got to get shit done. And you got to figure out how to do that. That's job. right. We've had some major funding improvements, like we've discussed, a couple of failed missions, but we've also had some major wins, more wins than loses at this point. A key problem with the first two directors is they were trying to figure this out. The third director brings his own knowledge plus the previous two, so he ha- kind of has a better advantage. June 27th. Secret meetings were held by the end of that summer. These individuals had a key plan for the CIA. Alan Dulles heads up a key meeting. Here is a little bit of information about him. We, just, we talked about him earlier in the episode, but now he's making a more of a full frontal stand. He was the president of Princeton, where he attended a college. He was also a Wall Street lawyer during the Depression, and he had also made a name for himself as a spy working for the OSS. He had also had a good reputation among Republican leadership at this time. In a sense, this guy was, sounds like a, an American James Bond. Dulles was an, also an, an adulterer who was very overly ambitious, and so he wasn't perfect by any means. In room 1501 of the Longworth office building, he pitches the idea for the CIA. He was invited to this meeting, so it is very possible that these individuals wanted to hear some aspect of what he had to say. Dully's pitch was simple and to the point. His idea for the CIA was to have an elite group who works in total anonymity... This group would be controlled by a small group of individuals. He goes off the rails a little mid-pitch, but comes back around towards the end. Dulli's even tells them that the Americans have the ability to make the best intelligence service. This pitch is strong, but it does seem to it does make sense. Dully's content was clear to those in the room. He wanted to bring the OSS back and make it
1: more secretive. That's what I'm getting out of it. Yeah, he wants it. But he wants... Secretive.
0: He, just He wants the OSS, but rebrand it, boom, there right. you go. There you go. Yeah. Truman now showcases his design for the Cold War. By doing this, he signs into effect the National Security Act on July 26, 1947. New leaders were appointed to new fractions of the government. Six full pages later, the CIA was now in full motion. And it was fully... Retooled and recreated again, so a third time, by September 18th. So all this was happening fairly quickly. We did see how the CIA was working in the shadows. Um, By shadows, I mean their work, their operations are not publicly known.
1: I I do love how we haven't even gotten out of the 40s yet. No.
0: (laughs) During this iteration of the CIA, They are still generally displeased by other factions. Yet again, the Pentagon hates them. They just outright hate them. It is pretty tough when your own colleagues won't work with you. This shows how much they did not like the new and improved CIA. The CIA, at this point, again, did not get funding for another two years. Wow. This is a very long time to go without funding for any operation. The National Security Act was also a little vague. It told them to collect intelligence and to collect national security intelligence. That's it. That's the only direction they've been given since they've had three CIA directors. So, I mean, you can't blame the other parts of the
1: government not liking them. Because it's one of those, like, hey. They're the new kid on the block. You're not getting any funding. You're not really doing anything. Like, why should we
0: support it? That's right. Excuse me. With all this, with this, it does tell us that they can't do anything as long as it pertains. They can do anything as long as it doesn't pertain to those first two causes. Eighty-one CIA, excuse me, eighty-one CIA missions were conducted under Truman's second term. It does seem like at this point he isn't holding back. So in the beginning he was very reluctant, but towards the end, he went full on. Go CIA, yeah, you do your like thing. like very supportive. That's right. Just near days before Christmas, on December 14th, the CIA would get its first official mission. So now all the missions before, we're kind of seeing how it would work. Now they're, we're in the official missions. Now
1: they get a piece of paper in black and white. This is what you're going to do. That's right.
0: That's right. The National Security Council tells the CIA to go on an intelligence mission. This mission was to analyze and figure out how to stop Soviet operations. April 1948, the CIA is sent out on a mission to help prevent Russia from winning an Italian election. The CIA even warns the White House about the current situation. The Soviets cannot win this one. The mission was very illegal. An operative within Italy figured $10 million would help secure their cause. The CIA was in a situation because at this point it still didn't have funding. Dulles ran a plan to go to his colleagues for cash. He manages some and asks everyone he knows, but it isn't even close. He even contacts a friend of the president's for help. Dulles asks John W. Snyder about a fund that was set up during the Great Depression. Dellis convinces Snyder to dive into this fund. This fund, at the time, had two hundred million dollars, and it was created during the depression. That's right. Ah, wow, that's weird. That well, just think that two hundred million dollars could stop the depression. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's more than enough uh, to do this Italian job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I told you about. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good fun. It had. It had a. It had become a giant cash grab. Even the Vatican was in on it. The CIA uses the funds to pay off the people, thus swinging the election and preventing the Russians from coming in. At the very last moment, though, the Russians come in and win the election.
1: So they give all the money to Italy for nothing. Right, they give all that money for nothing. That's right. So you fail. Again. You failed and lost money.
0: Again. From a fund from the Depression. Yeah, it's a good thing we have all this money just. That's away. right. The president becomes aware of the overtaking of Italy and creates, with the approval of Congress, Marshall Plan. This plan offered mi- millions of dollars to those affected by the Soviets in a negative manner. America was trying to build other nations into its own image. I can just see you brewing over there. I You're just, slowly I brewing.
1: I just don't like how we're just throwing money away. But this is in the 40s. I know. <laughs> You're slowly <laughs> brewing. I can see the vein just starting to just, pop in your head. Because, I mean, it just makes me think how much money we're throwing away now.
0: Yeah. The,
1: the money that's in my wallet right now is worth nothing.
0: Oh, I'm, I don't <laughs> have any money. What are you talking about? As we slowly come to a close on part one, we've explored a fair amount of information. The president goes full on with the new CIA. Even the security act he puts into place is very vague they're told they can do anything as long as it pertains to intelligence or national security. The CIA at this point has had some major setbacks getting here. They even failed at buying off an election. If you pay off the Vatican, it must count for something, right? Yeah, cuz they were litera- they were literally giving people of Italy bags of cash. Why not? Anyone in Italy they saw bags of cash. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. They would give you, hey, you're a pope, here's a bag of cash. Here you're a citizen, here's a bag of cash. Nice. The CIA is still somewhat new of an organization. Yes, it has changed names over time, but the idea has also changed. Time changes everything, even the CIA. We have also had many people through this episode shape the CIA into a legitimate organization. In a sense, each person has gone to reshape or reformat the CIA from one thing to another. Even the president knows the value of having an organization in place that can help gather information on any and all potential threats. While a new threat looms over the horizon, the CIA has been hard at work to deter this new danger the president and congress and the cia may all need to work as a single unit to maintain a shared mindset to stop this looming threat they can all have on their radar the soviets are, are the soviets are on the move for power and this hurricane-like force has no intention at this moment in store at the moment in the story of stopping or slowing down
1: maybe if they stop failing they would be fine <laughs> well the Russians aren't slowing down as I'm saying well I know yeah. they're not slowing down and we keep failing that's right so it's it, like it's not helping Hey if you pick
0: it up a bit maybe we could catch up yeah We have also noticed a strong correlation between the OSS and the CIA The first thing we noticed it was the fact that the OSS was created in a sense to help win the war The OSS did its job and helped secure the status of the United States. Here's where things can slowly show time repeating itself. The OSS was help created to fight the Nazis. The time period between the OSS and the CIA is the calm before the storm. The CIA, from what we have gathered so far, has been set up to fight against communism. Time repeats itself because each threat escalates more and more, and we must change our image to fight this threat. Let's be clear, the CIA may not fully know what it has It has to be done yet. The origins of the CIA and how it was formed does give us some key insight into the minds of the individuals who helped create it. At some time, individuals seemed like the CIA was there just to put their two cents in. These individuals kind of like, hey, uh, this is what I would do with the CIA. For this time period, I do find it kind of funny that this group gets millions of dollars and then in a split second, all the funding is gone. This kind of method does show work in an operation. By doing this, you prevent the operation from going smoothly, and it can cost lives. Hell, if we even pay off Italy, then the turnaround should, they turn around and give us the finger.
1: You know, an average person loses like
0: $20 million, someone would be looking for them. So <laughs> if you think about it, $215 million, if, if they'd yeah. use that whole depression fund, right that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money just gone. That's a lot of money. The president may be somewhat to blame for the CIA. The first version of this organization was like sending reporters out. Time would force the CIA to change and evolve into a shadow organization that would be there to help secure the nation. When I say shadow organization, I mean operations that are not that are done without public knowledge. It is also fascinating that the certain that certain individuals want to propose this organization or this proposal. Organization that is above the law. Without any limits, the CIA may and can do anything. The CIA is morphing into a strong government tool. 81 operations the president had the CIA running during his second term. That's a lot of missions in a short period of time if we really think about it. How many of them failed? How many of them were a success? It could be kind of nice to see the ratio of the failures to successes. How much more money did we lose? That we just don't know about. So in this episode, we had gone over the origins of the CIA. We discussed everyone who made it. And we touched upon the downfall of the OSS. On the next episode, we'll briefly mention some of the more popular CIA operations. And we'll continue this story of the CIA. With the amount of information we have, we probably have enough episodes to do six to eight episodes just on the CIA.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely.
0: And that was part one of the CIA. Where's my money? That's all I want.
1: It, it went to Greece. Oh, those bastards. No, it went to Italy? Went to Italy. Romania? Yeah, Romania. Uh, China. Not yet. Not yet. Soon. Maybe. <laughs> you know, probably Russia. Yeah. If you think about it, if they were involved in like tampering with shit, if we gave Italy money, right, and then Russia came in... You think Russia took money? No, no, no. We we paid off
0: Italy, and then Italy was like, "F you guys," and then they gave us the that's finger. Right. They gave they us gave the us finger, finger, and right. then that's how the election was swayed the that's opposite a, direction. Right.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Uh,
1: well, that's the CIA. That's the CIA. Uh, thank you all for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Captivated Minds at Instagram. Sorry, on Instagram at Minds Captivated. And email us at captivatedminds2 at gmail.com. Everything is in the show notes, um, so please follow us on even our Instagrams. They're on there.
0: And if you like us, uh, let us know on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review and let us know how we're doing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you.